like, well, Lord, is this, is this you or is it just me wanting to try to be zealous and, and just something for me and just immediately scripture after scripture after scripture started dropping my mind. I'm like, all right, God, that's you. And then I got a phone call from my pastor yesterday. I said, any good preacher, and I'm paraphrasing here, before he preaches, we'll spend some time with the Lord. At a minimum, two hours. To to a human, that sounds like a long time. But when you get in the presence of God, you know they'll say, "Time flies when you're having fun." It's true. Amen. So I came up here last night and under His direction and spent some more time. Oh, some alone time without any distraction and what he gave me sitting back there kept dropping into my mind so therefore I, I'm pretty confident that I'm on the right path amen if you have your Bibles uh, Mark chapter 5 beginning at verse 1 And if you have it, say amen. And they came over unto the other side of the sea, into the country of the Gadarenes. And he was, and when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit, who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could bind him, no, not with chains. Because they had been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and the fetters broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him. And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him. And he cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of the Most High God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. For he said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he asked him, What is thy name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion. For we are many. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you for standing for the reading of God's word. In trying to find a starting point of scripture to go with, I decided to go with that one. There's so many that I could go with this. But I want to talk to you for a few minutes. Uh, I, I won't be long unless the Lord chooses to be. The title of my message is Liberty. Liberty. Everyone desires to be free. Even animals desire to be desire to be free. You go and I, when I was in high school, I raised a I raised a pig for FFA, 
you grab that pig by the back legs. He's going to start kicking and squirming and doing whatever. He wants to be free. He wants to be able to run. Humans are the same way. We desire to be free. In April the 19th, 1775, the American Revolution began. It lasted for nine years until January the 14th, 1784. In that time, 291,557 individuals had died fighting for freedom. A few years later, on April the 12th, 1861, the Civil War began and ended four years later on May the 9th, 1865, where 620,000 Americans had lost their life trying to obtain freedom. Now, it was a different type of freedom. The American Revolution was uh, trying to retain Freedom from tyranny, freedom from oppression. Whereas the Civil War was freedom over slavery, which we all know that if we pay attention to history in school. Amen. But on October 28, 1886, the United States received a gift from France. It has become a national symbol of freedom, the Statue of Liberty. And at the, it's no coincidence that at the bottom at her, at her feet are broken chains and shackles. And I've never seen that, so I had to find that on the internet. Amen. But it's a sign of freedom. You, you show a picture to anybody of the Statue of Liberty and they understand that it is freedom. It's also, I believe, why it's placed on the East Coast at one of the busiest ports, when you come in, you see that sign of freedom. You realize you have your freedom. Amen. The man of the, man of the gatherings lived among tombs. Was he physically free? Yes. Man could not bind him. They tried to hold him down, but like that... Animal, he kept squirming, broke the chains. He was physically free, but spiritually free he was not. He did not have true liberty. Amen. And you saw Jesus coming off the ship. He didn't have to get close. He recognized that the man that holds the key to his freedom is on the same shoreline that I'm on. And he ran to him, said, set me free. And there's a song about casting crowns called Set Me Free. Talks about this very thing. And Jesus knew right away that he was spiritually bound. He was in bondage. And the, the devil knew what was fixing to happen. He's a, he's a smart individual. And he said, you know, what do we have to do? What do you have to do with us? And he even called him by name, Jesus, the son of the most high. And Jesus told him, come out. Free this man. 
And he asked him, what was your name? And, it's, and he's told him Legion. I looked it up. Legion. Oh, I forgot to write it down. Oh, well. Legion in the Roman army was about 6,000 foot soldiers. Not saying this man had 6,000 devils in him. Because in verse 8, Jesus told him to come out thou unclean spirit. But I read a commentary, you know, and it was, uh, it was more of showing like a power struggle. We're strong. We're powerful. There's a lot of us. There's only one of you. But when you have the power that Brother Jace talked about this morning, the power of the spirit, the big S, you can tell little S's to go. Amen. In Acts chapter 16. We'll find another familiar story. The story of Paul and Silas sitting in the jail cell. They were put in chains for, for ministering and preaching the gospel. In verse 25, it says, And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed. There's the first step to being free is prayer. And sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. They must have been singing pretty loud because they were in the innermost parts of the dungeon, the darkest, deepest part. And other prisoners, which may not have been that deep, heard them. Said, and suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were open, and everyone's bands were loosed. They were spiritually free already. And when you're spiritually free, being physically bound can be almost near impossible. Because he who the Son has set free is free indeed. Amen. And when you are spiritually free and you're worshiping and you're praying and you're singing the praises of God, doesn't say you have to have a good voice while you're singing. It says, singing the Lord a new song. Singing to God with a joyful heart. And people hear you. They're going to start to feel something in their spirit. And their spirit's going to rub off. And then eventually... They'll find some freedom. They'll find a little bit of liberty. Amen. We as humans are subject to bondage before we find the Holy Ghost, before God infills us with His Spirit. We're bound spiritually, like I said before. 
You may think you're free. This world thinks they're free. Oh, I can do whatever I want. That's, that's ultimate freedom. If I want to go stay out till 3 o'clock in the morning, if I want to go I'm going to drive 90 miles down, down the highway, that's freedom. I can do it. I can let my hair down. Those Some of us can. Amen. We can do, I can do whatever I want to. I am free to do whatever I want. No. No. Because everything that you do has a consequence. You drive 90 miles an hour, some of the consequences, have an accident, kill yourself, get that speeding ticket. Amen. But if you obey the law, you obey the rules, you don't get, you don't Get that ticket. You don't get dead. And you're free. You're free to go about. Amen. Just like come to church. People come to church and they sit in their padded pews or hear, hear a good feel, a feel-good message. Walk out the back door, shake a preacher's hand. I'm free. Are you really free? Are you really free? Tell you what. Peter said it best in Acts chapter 2, verse 38. When you repent and are baptized in Jesus' name by the remission of sins. That's not just a little sprinkling or a pouring a cup. That's completely going under. And you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence speaking in other tongues, then and only then are you truly free. You're still you may still be bound by the law of the land. Oh, but you're setting up rewards in heaven for freedom. You'll have spiritual liberty. Galatians 4 and 9 says, But now, after, the, after that ye have known God, or rather are known of God, how turn ye again to the weak and the beggarly elements, whereunto ye desire again to be in bondage? Paul is simply asking the Galatians, when you've been when you've known God or are known of God, why do you want to go back? Why do you want to go back to bondage? Man does not want to be bound. So if it, if man does not want to be physically bound, why do we want to let ourselves get spiritually bound? Just uh, the I just thought about this, the word Says Jesus was speaking. Says wherever you bind in, on earth, be bound in heaven. Wherever you loose on earth, be loosed in heaven. If you keep your soul bound, your spirit bound here on earth, it's going to be bound. But if you loose your spirit, if you have that freedom in your spirit here, you'll have freedom 
your spirit to be free to dance on street of gold, to see my Jesus, to worship the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Galatians 5 and 1 says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Simply put, once you're free, stay free. That's the simplest way to in our understanding. Because, you know, Paul, he... He wrote and spoke much deeper than many people can think and understand. But if you're free, stay free. Don't go back to the bondage. Amen. I like freedom. I like to be able to choose to do what I want. Not be made to do something. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 17, very famous and often quoted scripture. Now the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. You have the Holy Ghost. You have the spirit in you. You're free. Because where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. If the spirit's not in you, that's big S, spirit. You'll always have a spirit in you, whether it be a spirit of God or a spirit of the devil. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. But where the spirit of this world, the spirit of bondage there won't be freedom I think that's why a lot of people find it hard to come into church and to raise their hands or to worship openly because they're bound they don't understand the freedom amen I choose freedom Jesus is freedom. I can't say that loud enough. I can't say it in enough times that Jesus is freedom. And I like what Brother Jay said in Sunday school. When you're spiritually free, nothing else matters. No matter how rule-restricted I'll call it that, or or physically bound you are. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we're tied to this old world because we have to be here. We can't just go off and float off into into space and or or go back and forth into heaven like angels. We're bound to this world. But I tell you what, we don't like being bound. A child of God does not like being bound. To this world we will kick and squirm and do whatever we can to try to get out of this world I choose Jesus